Hello, welcome to I'm on my period piece. I'm Lindsay. I'm Molly. And this week we are talking about The Little Women 2019, directed by Greta Gerwig. Which, I just jumped right into it. But, yeah, no, sure. Um, but before we start talking about that flick, mm-hmm. should we sync up, bitch? Oh, yeah. What have you been up to? Well. <laughs> what haven't you been up to? Uh, what have I danced with kings, seen some things a woman ain't supposed to see. Mm-hmm. I've been to paradise, and I think I've finally been to me. Yeah. Uh, going through a lot. Yeah. Um, good stuff. Good stuff. Emotional. A um, solar coaster. A solar coaster, to say the very least. But I took some time off, and that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, did a lot of hiking with my husband. Mm. Um, minimal Christmas shopping, more for ourselves than anything. Absolutely. I bought him a train set for the tree. Did oh, I tell you that? that's really cute. Yeah, we were watching Carol. My husband has to watch Carol. Oh, well, hey. Which felt really nice. And he, Maybe that's what I'll make Parker watch on Friday night. He loved night. it. It's a good movie. You know, his takeaway was, I completely understand your crush on Kate Blanchett now. Duh. Wait, and, he, now? What you I mean, know, now? I know, He was like, with the, the looks that she gave to Rez, whew. And he was like, "That's a that movie is steamy. And I, he didn't say tender, but he was like, it was steamy and meaningful. <laughs> I mean, it is. I, look, we, Craig deserves rights. Right. That's what does. I'm saying. That's the truth. But there, you know, Carol's putting together the, the train set um, for uh, the tree. Mm-hmm. For, for, Rindy, for Rindy. For Rindy. And Harge. And Harge. <laughs> and Craig was like, oh, man, I had a train set at the tree when I was a kid, and I loved it. And so I, like, sneakily put it to, like, to pick up from Target the That's next day. That's so sweet. Um, so we're those people now. We have a, a tree train. Um, is there one in uh, Home Alone? I feel like there is. You know that I've really only seen Home Alone at most twice. Wow. Do yeah. yourself a favor. I think I will. I think I will. I rewatched um, Christmas Vacation the other night. Oh, that's a fun one. Uh, it It is funny. Uh, it does not stand the test of time. Not all the way, no. I found myself distracted by things like the beer price, where, like, oh. you know, like, yeah. um, Randy Quaid picks up a, a sixer that's, like, yeah. two ninety nine. Oh, I wouldn't drink it. No, thank but you. But in the 80s. You think? Yeah. And Man. they also have eggnog Inflation's out of these. Inflation's a hell of a drug. It's a hell of a drug. They have eggnog out of these little cute cups that have, like, a moose on them which i really enjoyed do you follow shiny pretties on tiktok uh no okay real fun follow um this queen uh, she does like she basically traffics in nostalgia like exclusively but she's been doing a series of christmas in whatever year and she's been going through like the late 80s and early to mid 90s so like and it's just like pictures from christmas catalogs like christmas memorabilia christmas movies that came out that year just like kind of back to back like Mm -hmm. set against a christmas song from that year man It'll really, it'll take you back. I would really like to look at this. Shiny yeah. pretties? Shiny pretties. I'll that, send you one. That's very much my shit. I remember oh, losing myself in some photos of um, shopping malls in the 80s. Oh, my God. You, you know the one? Yes. That photo series? It really got me. God, oh, you know what else I need to rewatch is um, the Black Mirror Christmas special with John Hamm. I don't know that I've seen that. It's actually I don't think I have. one of the very best episodes. Okay. It's John Hamm and, um, what is his name? Plays Rafe Whitehead in one day. He's, uh, oh, Rafe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rafe Spall. Yeah. Is his name Rafe Whitehead? No, it's something else Whitehead, like David Whitehead Man, or something like that. the number of times Rafe Spall just sort of comes up. You know, here's the thing. We watched him in this movie called The Ritual. It's like, uh, these dudes going on a hike, um... Oh, for, was it like a scary one? Yes. They're going on a hike in Sweden. Um, and here's what is maybe surprising. Rafe Spall's hot. Yeah. He's Timothy Spall's son. Yeah. 
His mom must be really pretty. Uh-huh. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, that's just basic math. Something's gotta balance out there. There's something there. I'll tell you this. So Christmas vacation, you can't knock it or else a million men will climb into your mentions. How dare you? Right. And it, it has charms and that it has Julia Louis-Dreyfus. And Juliette Lewis. And Juliette Lewis. Uh, the friggin' little kid from um, uh, Big Bang Theory. He's no. a kid in it. But, oh, yeah, no. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Johnny Galecki. That's crazy. Beverly D'Angelo just is hot, Your Honor. She simply She's is. She's just is she, hot. Is she still with Al Pacino, or were they... <gasps> oh, you was know, that I just knew a, she was with someone famous, but I forgot who. Yeah. Um, Honestly, though, I mean, I have a problem with every vacation movie because there's always a scene. You know exactly. Where Clark's what I'm talking being about. pervy. Clark's being pervy, and we're supposed to think it's funny and cute. And I don't. I think it's disrespectful to his wife. I agree. No, he and Beverly, or sorry, Beverly and D'Angelo and Al Pacino were together from '97 to 2003. Oh, well, I take they her have, side. They had a couple of kids together, I think. Um, yeah. Anyways, well, here's the best part of that movie, though. Uh, the opening song which i need to look up who does it it's that time that special time of year oh my god yes that song goes to christmas vacation oh man i gotta look it up because you know it's it's probably like shaka khan that is that's a classic it's i mean a good, that's, it's for, for a reason should be on the radio more the thing about Christmas movies in the 90s is that uh they're just simply fun i don't feel that there has been just a goof-ass Christmas movie. The Santa Claus is good. Santa Claus is good, too. I started rewatching that. That's good. In a while. It feels like there hasn't been just like a real, no worries, this is stupid. Although it's been nothing but worries for the last several years, so <sighs> hard, hard to feel unencumbered at Christmas time. God, I mean, you said something there. Oh. Um, wait, why isn't it telling me who sang the song at the beginning? It's that, that time. time. <laughs> you, wait, wait. <laughs> Barry, Barry Mann and Cynthia Performed by Mavis Staples. Okay. Oh, that's that, fun. I was like, I don't know those people, but I know Mavis Staples. Uh, they were originally going to... Is the only installment of the vacation film series not to include Lindsay Buckingham's Holiday Road. I didn't know Lindsay Buckingham did that song. I didn't either. Holiday Road. That song sucks ass. <laughs> you need Stevie, you stupid bitch. <laughs> it really does suck. Uh, I hate that song. But we, can, we can all agree on that one. Uh, anyway, so that's what I've been up to. I made some rosemary butter popovers that I brought I, when I popped over. Oh, bitch, they're so good. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. It was like... Butter on all sides. Once I buttered there's, the top, it was like, there's, there's some on the bottom. Any way you cut it, there's going to be butter. There's going to be butter. Yeah. It's delicious. You love to see it. Um, I what, what have I been? I haven't really been uh, living a fun, you know, exciting journey. I've been selling a lot of shit on Facebook Marketplace. Oh, that's good stuff. Me too. Good, good, good stuff. You have? What you've been selling? Uh, well, we gave the bed away for free. Um, oh, which, oh, the one that was in that room? Yeah, I'm making yeah. the Molly Monastery. Good for you. Um, and sold the little overstock credenza, and now we're just trying to sell the TV. Okay, okay, word. Mm-hmm. Dang. Um, yeah, I, we got rid of, like, a bunch of, like, big toys, because we were trying to make room for our Peloton. I think I may have mentioned that we bought one. I'm going to be that person. It's yeah, like, good for I got you. my Peloton. <laughs> good for you. And I can't wait. Um, yeah, I keep, I keep shopping for myself, though, um. Not great. You know, mom for a while there was like, what What do you want for Christmas? And I was like, nothing. I really don't want anything. And it's like, I say that and then I get on like Ulta.com and like order, I don't know, just a shitload of like lip stains or whatever, you yeah. know? No, I get <sighs> it. Just. Well, you just got to follow your 
your own bliss on that one. I mean, like, it's I like just all, end up it's all like such and... picky and stuff that I wouldn't be like picky. You know, it's like I don't want to be like. Do you want to buy this eight dollar lip gloss for me? You oh, know what I mean? Right. It's like right. Stupid. Like I would rather just spend that money on myself. I don't know. Anyways, but yeah, this weekend our in-laws came to visit, or my in-laws came to visit Parker's parents, and um, they took Matilda to Peppermint Parkway, mm-hmm. and I stayed back and had a rare few hours of absolute alone time in my home. Nothing better. It's oh, like bet. There's nothing better. I used to love that even when I was like 11 or 12. Like, if there was, there was a while for some reason where you, I guess, elementary school started early. Mm-hmm. But middle school didn't start till like eight forty, and so dad so would stay so late, so late. So dad would stay back because mom was still working in Tomball. Dad would stay back and wait till I got to the bus stop mm-hmm. until before he went to work. But there were a couple times a week where he like couldn't do that, mm-hmm. and so I would just like be at home by myself for like two hours in the morning. And I was like, <laughs> I remember making like toaster strudels and like really just like. <laughs> Getting, getting fancy with, <laughs> with that frosting, like listening the, and dancing to Celine Dion. Like I, <laughs> whoa! You really created an elegant space for yourself. I really did. And then also, like I remember junior year of high school, you and I both had that like junior year fall where I was like, I'm solitary now. I'm a yeah. lone wolf, and I just love, I just shut everyone out for a full semester. It feels nice every once in a while just to have like a little bit of time where there's like no one talking to you. And I didn't turn the TV on. I just like started reading a book. Mm-hmm. which was really nice. I'd like put the dishes away and all that. But um, by the way, hey, Sushila, if you're listening. Um, oh, hi, Sushila. Anjali texted me your um, message about Jasmine Guillory. And that's what I started reading on Saturday night. I'm reading uh, The Wedding Date, which I think Sushila described it as, they're, I've read all of her books. They're all bad, but they're good. And I was like, I feel that. Like reading it now, I'm like. Is it better, like a better romance than what you've Yes, a- I think that so she's a better writer and the beats are more earned. Okay. Than it was in Red, White, and Royal Blue. And it's more showing me the characters' traits than telling me them, mm-hmm. which I appreciate. So it's not as much like, like I think she's really careful about um, uh, exposition so that it doesn't feel very like, well, as you know, I am somebody who hates to be lied to. It's like, okay. Right. You wouldn't say that to a friend, you know? R- right. Anyways, so. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm just having fun reading dumb girl books. Uh, fantastic. Trying to figure out how to do my hair for the first time in my adult life. It looks seems great. Seems like, thanks girl. You know, just, um, waiting it out till this vaccine, honey. <laughs> girl. Basically. Aren't we all? Um, watching Little Women earlier, I was like, the scene where Joe's at that dance, I was like, ugh, I miss, like, mirth. <laughs> you know? I think that's very okay to miss mirth. Yeah. It's a weird word, but I love that. I miss word. it, Mirth. Yeah, Abby, when I was a kid, put that as one of her descriptors for me in her little fake government document about me. Mirthful, mirthful. Or, is that a word? Mirthful. Yeah, I got okay. mirthful, secretive. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. That feels true. Yeah. Uh, Do you have Scorpio on your chart anywhere? I have no, like only in Pluto. That is so funny. But I feel I'm like, a Scorpio Moon. You're not very secretive. I don't feel that I am either. Well, yeah. that you know of. Yeah, that I know of. Well, well, the I mean, thought this... of me not telling you something. <laughs> Just immediately. <laughs> immediately. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like there there are like major things I just sort of forget to tell you or Craig. Mostly Craig. No, see, with me, it's that I will tell... 
I will start talking about something to Parker and he's like, what? And I'm like, I told you this. And he's like, no, you didn't. And I'm like, oh, I told Molly. Yeah, that happens a lot. Oh, that happens a lot. Sorry, man. Um, but you know, yeah, mirthful, secretive, frustrated was one that she had for me. Oh, interesting. 12. I mean, frustrated. Were, who wasn't Impersonal. frustrated at 12? <laughs> Personal? Impersonal. 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 Wow. Pretty, that cuts. That, that one cuts. A good friend stabs in the front, I guess. I, I mean, and it's like paired with this photo of me with my face glittered and dusted and my hair in like a million twists because I was at Club Libby Lou <laughs> in the Woodlands Mall. Not Club Libby Lou. But I was secretive and mirthful and impersonal and frustrated. <laughs> it's like, it's puberty. That's oh my gosh. I was going through that puberty. Club Libby Lou. So watching Little Women, I was also thinking about this family I used to babysit for that had four daughters mm-hmm. and... I remember taking one of them to Club Libby Lou for like, she. oh my gosh, this family, the oldest daughter actually got married this weekend. And so I watched her wedding over Zoom and she was like the most gorgeous bride. But I used to take her to swim class or diving class or something senior year of high school because her mom was like, oh gosh, like I just, I don't want to pack four kids in a car just to drop one off at the whack. Like, can you go drive her? And I was like, sure. Yeah. She, like, paid me handsomely to do it. It was great. It was the easiest job because that kid was so sweet. But there was, like, one day where she was like, well, she doesn't have swim class today, but Sophie does have a birthday party at Libby Lou. Could you take her instead? And I was like, sure. And these, these women thought that I was her teen mother. I was oh. 17, and I was there with her, and she was, like, five. <laughs> but that's very possible. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was, uh, anyways, but that was wholesome adorable watching this i was like i'm done having kids but if i did have two more kids i would hope that they would be girls i would love oh yeah like a I house full of girls just with a big uh, passel of girls just, you know marmying my life anyway so i guess we should just dive in and start talking about this flick yeah it seems like we already have kind of sure loose connections oh wait wait or okay i wrote that the, the baby's names were daisy and daphne Daisy and Duke in this movie, I think. Duke. Is that right? That can't be right. Not Daisy Duke. What were That's the babies? Very Demi. Silly. Daisy and Demi. Daisy and Demi. Where? Okay, I guess I just misheard that because I was like Daphne, not Daphne. Um, but like, do they have the names in the book? I don't know. You know what? For for up. all of this, I've never read the book. Yeah, Daisy and Demi. Wow, I did not Demi. remember their names being. I remember Daisy, but I don't remember Demi. And Miss um, Moore, Mary, Josh. Demi, Demi Brolin. <laughs> uh, okay, wow. I mean, obviously we have covered the 94 Little Women before, and this one, mm-hmm. it, you know, obviously same source material, but... Uh, With some twists. Ms. Gerwig decided to use a non-linear format. Which? Um, which I stand. I, so I have to say, and I, I'm, this is growth. When this, they first announced that they were making this, I was like, why mess with perfection? The 1994 version was a perfect film. You're not going to improve on it. Don't do this. And then when I saw the cast list, I was like, I do love Saoirse Ronan. I do love, I didn't know, what's her face yet? Florence Pugh. But mm-hmm. I did know Eliza Scanlon from Sharp Objet. And mm-hmm. I was like, great, but like, why are none of them American? Yeah, not a one. And then I just was like, I don't see the need for this. But honestly, it bre- it definitely breathed new life into it. Was it was like a fresh take on it. And I did feel that Greta not only, I mean, I haven't read the book since I was 10, but like she was true to the story, but also mm-hmm. kind of like had, it seems like she probably had reverence for the 1994 version too. Yeah. I mean, any woman I think in our age group probably does. Yeah. Oh. But sorry, when you said Sarah, it reminded me of one other 
pop culture thing I'm going to recommend for everyone is the uh, Great British Bake Off holiday thing. Okay. There's one with the cast of Dairy Girls oh competing against each other. Oh my god. I just remember that because Sarah Monica is on there. Oh my god. It's very cute. Was it all of them? It's all the girls and James and uh, the sister. The, I have to watch uh, it. Wait, is it the, on Netflix? The nun, you know what I'm Sister saying. Michael. Sister Michael. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Oh, man. Sister Michael's really funny in it. But she is funny. She shows up on... I follow Orla and one of... I, oh, I follow oh, Orla and Claire on Instagram. Uh, and they both have posted pictures with Sister Michael, like, out of character. And I love It that. seems like she's just funny. Wait, actually, I don't... I don't think Orla was on it for whatever reason. Okay, not acceptable. Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't Orla think Orla, Orla McCool was on it. But the thing that is funny when to me... When you be- swear, Miss <laughs> Mother Mary cries and her tears make rain. The way she talks is... It's so great. Bar none. Um, the best thing about it is Michelle <laughs> is kind of just that character. <laughs> well, she looks like a bad gal. She does look like a bad gal. Like, they're talking about, I think it, the guy's name is Dylan, who plays yeah. James, and she's like, you're a wee creep, Dylan. <laughs> I gotta watch it, man. It's Terry so Girls good. is so good. I hope there's another season soon. Me too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, they have to make a trifle at first, and it's like, ew. Who wants to eat that? The British. <laughs> um, they, eat it with your pud. They, they, they do gross things. They do. Um, so, anyway... Child. Anyway, uh, <laughs> big boobs. <laughs> big boobs. Um, I don't even know where to start on this, but I guess it, it starts with Joe in New York mm-hmm. with the extremely handsome Louis Garrel, who plays Frederick in this one. They make him French instead of German, which yeah. I think was it was an interesting choice. It was unnecessary, I, but welcomed. Well, I think they were like I don't know, maybe <clears throat> worried about the one American who'd be able to tell his accent from a German one. Okay, right. I'm like, first of all, we let Gabriel (laughs) Byrne... we're stupid. (laughs) We let Irish Gabriel Byrne play German Friedrich Bear. He did at least try with the accent. He did, yeah. But... Louis Garrel could have done the same. Louis Garrel probably could have done the same. Although, I don't know, the French accent's strong. Might be tough to like... He also just looks extremely French. He does. That's Um, the truth. There's just no getting around it. Yeah. Um, But a hottie uh-huh, um uh-huh. and you know is she's sharing her stories and he's like i don't super love this uh also uh you know she goes to the editor tracy letts who is married to the divine carrie coon honestly he is so he brings you such an interesting levity letts. i love tracy letts I, I love this for you he I'm, just brings I'm such an interesting levity it. to this character yeah well I it's very you, funny you love tracy letts it's um, very funny I mean, I mean, a man named Tracy. Come on, you love it. You got, you love it. <laughs> um, also, his wife was on an incredible season of Fargo. Carrie Coons. She was on season three. Oh, Carrie Coons just rolls, dude. Dude, she just does. She does. I mean, honestly, I can't even go plot by beat by beat because you know the story. Yeah. So I guess we can kind of maybe talk about where it diverges from the '94 version in some places, mm-hmm. like. They well, do they show- use the same actors all throughout instead of younger yes, ones. Um, yes, which I feel like is confusing a bit in this movie because of the non-linear storytelling that it's like okay florence Pugh looks 22 throughout yeah whether she's she's 14 or 25 exactly um florence Pugh, name a prettier person i just think no one frowns as well as she frowns there's also when she was burning joe's manuscript and then kind of like smiling that evil smile i was like oh my god it's midsummer again listen that's an actress mama (laughs) mama she is so good you know let's talk about this i don't i I thought eliza scanlon did a great job yes um yeah 
I don't know that I would have. I feel like almost she could have been used better as like Meg. You know, I was talking about that with Parker because I was like, I I said, I think that this movie is truly perfect. The only thing that I might change is Emma Watson is just not a good actress. I'm sorry. It's tricky because she just really isn't. But I think... she was pretty good in this. She was decent in this. And I think that part of that is that it's kind of the thing where what she's most known for is being an uptight kind of like rule follower character. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of is like shorthand casting her in this. Like it's like, well, you know, Hermione, it's kind of, Meg is kind of like that, you know, it's yeah. like a hand wavy way of being like, this is the kind of role that she's good at playing. So here she goes, you know, yeah. now, you know, Meg's whole deal. And I don't I mean, but she actually did do a decent job with it. Um, it's just, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Eliza Scanlon though cute. looks so baby faced. I think, I, I think that she did, is that did kind of work in I that, guess, way. In that way. Well, but the thing that's tricky is that she was like just sick in Sharp Objet. Oh my god, no joke. Like, god, that was a show. But sick and evil is okay. the, tri- the tricky part of that. <laughs> the tricky bit of it all. Because didn't, I mean, spoiler alert for a, a, a vehicle that is now, I think, two or three years old, but um, she killed those kids. She did, she? yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they don't, you know, the crazy thing is, it's like, they don't tell you, they don't, you don't even suspect it until the last, like, 20 seconds of the program. Yeah. I mean, if you blinked, you missed it. Yeah. It's crazy. That really was a pretty wild program. Patty Clarkson also would have made a good army. Yeah. I, I, but Laura, I love Laura, Laura Dern. <laughs> friggin' ate that role. She did. Like, that's, that's another thing where it's like, you associate her with, I mean, lately the roles she plays are kind of like the divorce lawyer in, divorce, in uh, Marriage Story. Or Renata. Or Renata. Essentially the same character. Totally. But like, her public persona other than that is like this kind of earth mom type. Mm-hmm. And so, perfect for Marmy. Yeah. No, I mean, she, as we said earlier, she married Ben Harper. Right. She's an Aquarius. Are they still married? No. Okay. No. Were they married ever, actually? I don't even know. That's what I was going to say. Had, I know they had kids together, they had and they kids. were together for a long time. But Her daughter's on TikTok. Yeah. And you just occasionally see our spindly little queen in the background. She is so spindly. She's so tiny. <laughs> so so bird tiny. Oh, man. I love her. Yeah, her um, kids are Ellery and Jaya. And they it looks like cool they were married too. from 2005 to 2013. And her you know mom what? is the Diane only- Ladd. I, the, the children forget. I do forget that actually all the time. Wow. Uh, the only Ben Harper song I can remember is Burn One Down. Let same. Us burn one from end to end. Absolutely. <laughs> the same one. Because that had a. That. Yep. Yeah, yep. at the beginning. I'm going to burn, burn one down. down. That's the only one I know too, man. <laughs> Not my 12 year old ass. <laughs> Like, Knowing what that means. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Have you seen that TikTok? You know what's funny? That? I also always thought he was a lot younger than her, but he's only two years younger than her. No, it's because she's got like waspy vibes. Yeah, she she seems like she's permanently 45. I know. She's, Which is, she's actually... Really, she's on the other side of that now. So yeah, that she's nice. 53. But yeah, she's but, been... She was 45 when she was 45. She's been 45 for quite some time. Um have you seen that TikTok of that guy being like, uh, POV, you're changing your MySpace drink smoke to yes, yes at age 14. And he's like, behind this is a lot of darkness. A lot of darkness. <laughs> oh, not that. It's the same guy who did the, um, 
me pretending to be straight in therapy and he was like <laughs> he was like oh yeah what i love most about girls <laughs> their hair <laughs> the long beautiful breast. hair which frames the breasts which i love <laughs> i love that guy he's so funny tiktok is the gift oh my god it's the 2020 gift oh man something funny about ben harper is that his name is benjamin chase harper Chase. Oh my goodness. You wouldn't have guessed that. What would a country you? club name. I know. I know. Not Benjamin Chase. Yeah. Well, and he's, he's an interesting uh interesting character, that one. Ben Harper? Yeah. I Thanks just for tuning into the Ben Harper <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, I just uh I really thought he was a lot younger than her. I'm just so twisted up over this. I know. It's pretty it's pretty messed up. That is crazy. He's this, 51. It's, it's very much the Berenstain Bears effect here. <laughs> That's what it's called, not the Mandela effect. No. The bear, it's the Berenstain Bears it's effect. It's the Berenstain Bears effect. Well, it's like, um, you remember when Ryan um, Gosling was with Sandy Bullock yes. for so long? And I was like, oh, scandal. What are they, like 20 years apart? They're like eight years apart. Damn, is that right? Look it up. I could be wrong, but look Do it you up. know what is scandalous? I mean, if we're talking about age differences, is mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively have quite that a significant is, age gap. I don't care for that. Oh, I don't care for it either. Because yeah, she was well, also barely old enough when they got to. You know who she dated before him? Hmm. I forget. The children forget. Was Leonardo <laughs> I DiCaprio. Love this episode of Who Dated Who. <laughs> well, of course she dated Leonardo DiCaprio. It was like when she was. She's, truly, ex- she's like extremely his type to a T. Well, now she's not. She's over 25. Right. But at the time, she was Their like house 19. house is pretty cute, though. I got to give it up to them on that. I mean, I like her. I, I can't help but I, like they, her. I feel like they perform their relationship so much that I'm like, shut up, shut up. Shut up. Fair, fair. But I like her. I like her. If they get divorced, I'm taking her side. No. Question. They got married on a plantation. Oh God, one forgets <laughs> that as well. <laughs> Just oh, want to remind no. everyone that Never they got mind. married on a plantation. Yikes! Yeah, well, that did happen. Yikes! Uh, we can say it was his idea, and he insisted on it. Does I'm that make you feel better? Going to do that? Yeah. For, yeah. No that, was the, that was the only non-negotiable. Is he, is he Canadian? Uh, like yeah, she's the so. American there, and like should have definitely well, known. I mean, he should know better Canadians too. Canadians can be racist too. Well, I know that, but I mean, he's not. He doesn't share our American think, history. Well, I think they're aware of what happened. They should. You're right. You're right. But simply, <laughs> uh, it's inexcusable, no matter what. Yeah, it's uh, bad. Can't believe that they did that. I can't believe that they did that. Okay, I guess favorite moments in this movie for uh, me. Uh. That would probably perhaps be an easier framing device. Oh my god. Uh, for me, it's when Joe and Lori, Lori rather, are dancing. Oh my god. On the porch. It's mirth. It's so sweet. It's giving mirth. It's so sweet. The music is so fun there. Mm-hmm. I do like that this movie chose a bit more of an autumnal color palette than the I initial. Did, yes. The yeah. original, not the original, but the 94. The 94 felt very, it's either winter or it's spring and you girls better keep up. It, yeah, exactly. It was very that. I mean, the spring bits of that one were so lush and beautiful. They, they really dragged it all the way through spring. Yeah, and we are missing Mr. Thomas Newman. You know what, though? This score was good score in its was, own right. The score was dank. It was really good. Yeah. I really Costuming, was such a doubter. Dank. Incredible. Okay. Now, a detail. Uh, this is what I thought you were going to say. Oh, about the... Was the scene where he was proposing. Mm-hmm. First of all, improved by not having a spit... That does help, doesn't A spit it? string. This, the famous spit string of 94. But between... I'm glad that that's a moment that we all collectively acknowledge. Yeah. I mean, what... Those two were never going to work as a kiss because Winona's always had very big, beautiful lips. Mm-hmm. And he famously has none. Christian has, Bale. Has none. And a little bit And is attractive about, despite it, but... But God bless for that. They're wet. They're wet all the time. Like Tobey Maguire syndrome. 
It is. It's very Toby Maguire. Salamander lip. Yeah, it's genetic Carmax. Carmax. Genetic Carmax. No, not that. Congenital Carmax. Uh, so their their lips are always um, uncomfortably wet. Yeah, not congenital. It's, well. You laugh, but people have it. In the arms I'm, I'm doing a race for the cure for congenital karma. Help this man dry his lips. Right. It's actually too wet. <laughs> um, no, so the scene where Laurie proposes to Joe in this one, um, somebody pointed out on Twitter, like three months after the movie came out, that the yellow vest and red kerchief that she's wearing mm-hmm. are the ones that Laurie had been wearing earlier. When they sent Meg off for that debutante ball. Ooh, you know what I just read? That the uh, costume designer, Jacqueline Duran, made mm. several duplicate costume pieces for Joe and, and Lori for I that reason. I love that so much. Mm-hmm. But somebody pointed that out on Twitter and said, I'm suing Greta Gerwig for emotional damages. Oh, it's upsetting. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, so, also, I think we've probably talked about this before, that Emma Stone was initially going to play Meg. That would never she, have worked. It never would have worked. It would simply she's not have. She's got too much um, get up and go. She's too zesty. She's As a, a little, person. She's a little too I zesty. I got a pocket, got a pocket full of sunshine. I oh, man, that's when she entered our hearts. hearts. No. I love that movie. That really is a you good movie. I've watched the that in the last... The hot in that movie. The Tooch is very hot in that movie. Patty Clarkson, another Patty, Patty Clarkson vehicle. Uh-huh. And they were a very fun TV couple, movie couple. Was it? What's his nuts from um, Gossip Girl in that movie? Yeah. Where, where is he? What happened to him? He's on the show You. He's married to Domino Kirk. Kirk. Yeah. What a name, Domino. What, I mean, pick your favorite Kirk. For me, it's Jemima. It's got to be Jemima. She has um, stick and poke tattoos on herself. I mean, that's incredible. That's really cool. I should start doing that. Um, Emma Stone dropped this for the favorite, though, so that feels oh, like see, the right call another for, movie that I would call everyone. perfect. I would actually call that one perfect as well. But weirdly, okay, now how funny is that? Stone previously took over the role of Mia in La La Land after Watson dropped out to be Belle in Beauty and the Beast. Can you imagine Emma Watson in La La Land? The only redeeming factor of that movie are its stars. <laughs> Baby, what? First of all, I never saw La La Land, but I oh, will say... You're fine. That Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone have incredible chemistry. Yeah, they do. Crazy Stupid Love? Unbelievable. They just do have a natural chemistry. I They're mean, very- he also has wild chemistry with his own wife. Um, in Baby, Place Beyond the Pines. <laughs> first of all, that woman could have chemistry with a cardboard box. Right. She is beautiful. It's, Eva Mendes, unbelievable. Kind of nuts. A smoke show. Oh, interesting. Each sister was given a distinctive color palette for their wardrobe. Meg's okay. is lavender and green. Joe's is red and indigo. Beth's is pink and brown. Someone well, drew a short straw there. <laughs> well, she drew a short life. <laughs> Lindsay! <laughs> Not that. <laughs> the light blue, yes, Marty I do. Marty wears a combination of all their colors. <laughs> I was going to say, because there's one, the scene when um, Meg gets married, she's wearing like a green set with like a red uh, velvet necktie and I was like that's so it's like a really cool color combination but it's a little bit of Meg and a little bit of Joe there oh yeah that's nice I like that I like that Greta was six months pregnant during this damn she hit it well from everybody you know with that dude's kid I didn't even know she had a kid um is it a boy or a girl I don't know mm. um mm. 
Interesting. I'm just out here, like, truly wild. The trivia section of IMDb. The trivia section of IMDb (laughs) on air. Um, And who cares? Like, it's the holidays. Everyone should relax. (laughs) So, Timothy Chalamet actually hosted SNL this last week. How did that go? It was weird as hell. It was honestly not one of their better episodes. There was one skit that I think I would have laughed really hard at if I was watching it with you, but I was watching it with Parker, and he was like, what? (laughs) What? And I was like, I don't know how to explain absurdism to you, Parker. It's just just goofy. (laughs) It's like a tiny horse. Wait, like, this kid is about a tiny horse? It's sort of. It's like Timothy Chalamet is like a farm boy, and his dad, Beck Bennett, is like, we have to sell the farm. You got to say goodbye to all your animals. And he goes and, like, takes this tiny, like, living, like, toy horse out of, like, a pine chest. And he's like, you got to go, boy. You got to go. I would the watch horse that. is galloping as fast as it can, but it's going, like, to it. <laughs> Yeah, that's my it's shit. It's so stupid. He sings this little song to him. I was like, oh my God, what the hell? But uh, yeah, Timmy Chalamet, um, I am still, again, I think this movie is perfect. I think he is an incredible actor. He is so baby-faced. It's really hard it's kinda nuts. to get past. Yeah, it is kind of nuts. Like, I think um, there's certain parts in the movie where even alive when the first one was put out? Oh my God, don't. Molly, were any of them? Oh no. Oh no. I mean, I was. I wasn't. No, old. Molly, he wasn't. <laughs> it, came, it came out of full. Oh, you're so stressed. A year before he was born. He's, yeah, that's pretty he, upsetting. Isn't he is going to turn 25. Oh, I forgot Tracy Letts was in Lady Bird, too. Is mm. the dad in Lady Bird. You know, Sacramento. She um, picks her cast and she says, These are who I'm working well, with. Well, you know how. I love that as a palette. You know how. Um, Ms. Thing got her role as Joe. Sarah. Yeah. No. She she emailed um, Greta Gerwig and was like, I'll be Joe. And literally, if Greta was thinking of anybody else for that role, she's... Well, she was reluctant at first because she was like, I just cast her in Lady Bird. But then she was and like... And she was incredible in it. Right, right. But she was like, you know what? It's like a super Joe move to just email me and tell me she's going to be Joe. So she also, was like, yes, you are Joe. No, Sarah Ronan was perfect yeah, no, absolutely perfect. A for perfect it. Joe. There absolutely was a scene. There was a scene in this one that they. I feel like they did such an interesting job of like um, adding a few emotional like touch points between characters that you don't really see as much in the ninety four one or like different ones at least. You know, so after Joe has turned Lori down and he's coming back from Europe and Beth has died when she's in the attic with Marmy packing up Beth's things which is a historically depressing scene. Instead of, like, lingering and making it, like... Like, that's the part that makes you cry the most. Oh, my God, yeah. In the 94. But in this one, she and Marmy have an interesting talk where Joe says something about, like, if he asks again, I think I would say yes. Oh, that and she's was like, such I'm just so lonely. And that really resonated with me because I remember, like, when I was living at home for those couple of years after college, when I got sick and mm-hmm. whatever, before I, like, launched to Austin, there were, like, times where I was like, am I ever going to, like, leave this house and, like, build my own life, you know? And, like, having those conversations with mom, and it was so interesting to see Marmy mm-hmm. kind of, like, just be a sounding board. Like, Joe says something like... um, I've always been happy with my family, but I'm just so lonely. And then they just, they just, that's how they end the scene. They just show Marmy like taking it in and kind of nodding mm-hmm. and like listening, but not trying to offer like anything to make her feel better. It's just like, yeah, I'm hearing that, you know, but she yeah. says something like, um, do you love him? And she's like, I care more about being loved than loving. 
And she goes, well, that's not the same thing as loving him, you know, which I was like, damn. I will say in every version of this, I, I still am always like, I just don't understand from Joe's point of view. And then this one, they do a better job of it. I don't understand in the 94 version why Joe wouldn't want to be with Lori. Cause I'm like, y'all are happy. Y'all have fun together. Yeah. I think they do a better job of it here. Um, because they, they're just too similar. Yeah. And in this one, I also think that they kind of make Joe, she, she says something about like, I would rather be alone and have my freedom. And that's like a really explicit, like, you know, exposition kind of moment for her. But like, it does kind of explain like, she's not willing to give that up for someone. And also I, we may have talked about this when we talked about, we briefly mentioned this movie last year. When, in that proposal scene, when she says, I don't think I'll ever marry anyone, he says, I think you will. You'll find someone and you'll love them. Yes, we talked about that. The that gender neutral. Gender neutral. Neutrality. I think, I mean, I could see that Joe is either ace or bi or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, I, I, or just I like, like that there's just like room for interpretation about <clears throat> right. that. It was just a little less um, compulsorily hetero. heterosexual. And like, it's unclear whether she's, whether she actually, actually ends up Frederick. with Bear. Yeah. yeah. Or if I, it's just a device for her book, you know? I really liked the ambiguity of mm-hmm. that because it's like, we refuse to make this story a romance. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I, there was another thing that Marmy said when she was talking about like Joe's anger yeah. um, was that there are some natures too noble to curb and too lofty to bend. Oh, that gave me the chills. Oh my God. And there's a part, is it that same scene where she says something like, I'm angry every day. Yeah. And I was like, I was like damn. Come on, Miss Hulk. That's a really cool thing for a woman to be able to admit because mm-hmm. like anger is just not considered like a socially appropriate emotion for women. Yeah. Um, oh my God. Marmy in this one too, working at that like mutual aid society for the, the war where she, that like she was oh in my some gosh. office. Yes. She's like, this is the first time I've been like, but she said like, I've always been ashamed of my country. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And her friend is like, well, you should still be, you ashamed. should still be. I mean, boy, I felt that too. <laughs> Come on, 2020. Right. That has not changed. Um, yeah, I mean, there we go. Um, <laughs> Welcome. A little, little Easter egg for the girls. Uh, Meryl Streep. Meryl oh my God. Streep. We, like, the fact that we haven't even talked about Meryl the, Streep. The cast is, like, friggin' packed. Chris like, Cooper. Cri- Girl. Chris Cooper was such a tender, beautiful what character in this a book. A beautiful character. Movie. I know, and he's really kind of a, a like a nothing in the '94 one. Yeah, he's like he has a few sweet moments mm-hmm. with Beth, but in this one, it was like it was like he was very, very into Beth. Yeah, it was like very a very sweet friendship, and he was the one that's like, "My child, you're burning up." You know, mm-hmm. like she, he's the first person to notice that she's sick. I did always wonder in the scene where Joe cuts her hair. Maybe it's just a timing issue. Why the Lawrences didn't pay for Marmy's train ticket? Because it seems like twenty five dollars would have been absolutely nothing to them. I think they probably like she probably just didn't want to. Didn't ask. Yeah. Didn't ask. Yeah. Yeah. But like, um, you know, felt like they've already been too generous. Man. Oh God. Uh, yeah. Meryl Streep. Um, giving very granny. Extremely. You know, Extremely. she actually kind of looks. She does related about to this our before. family. I watched her new movie on HBO Max too. What was it called again? Uh, Let them all talk. It okay. was. It was pretty bad <laughs> um, that's the thing about shame. Meryl is like 
I think she's incredible in most things, but she sometimes picks things that are it, not the it best. It shouldn't have been that bad. Yeah. I mean, it was a Steven mm. Soderbergh movie, and it had well, her... She was in that Panama Papers one that he made that was also stupid. Yeah, no one saw that. Parker and I started watching it, and we got bored and turned it off. What is it even called? I can't... I don't even remember. Maybe it was just I called just, the Panama Papers. We don't, I don't even remember. But, like, that's the kind of thing that Parker would normally be like, hell yeah. Sure. Intrigue around finance or whatever, and, like, we were both bored. Yeah. I mean rightfully so um but but she's got that patrician patrician is a great word for her that kind of narrow pointy beaky nose that granny has it's a tudor nose it is a very tudor nose yeah i mean it's it is like the death mask of elizabeth it looks so much like granny george yeah it's crazy yeah it's pretty nuts yeah um but she was wonderful in this like you know she's she does her best work when she's doing dry comedy very that yep Yep. Um, um, Bob Odenkirk. Uh, uh, a weird, tra- weird casting choice. Inappropriate. <laughs> it's just still inappropriate. That was, like, so funny when we saw this in theaters. First of all, I was just discussing this with Molly before we started recording. We went with my mom, our mom, to see this on Christmas Day last year. And as we sat down, she revealed to us that she had never seen the 1994 Little Women. Was wholly unfamiliar with the plot. Like, vibes. What? Yeah. That movie is so important to us. How have you never watched it? And so she didn't know anything that was coming. And, like, when Beth gets sick, but, she does, like, she recovers and doesn't die, that's when you first see Bob Odenkirk come in. And so Molly was, like, still, like, wiping tears away. And then he walks in and she goes, is that Bob Odenkirk? What an inappropriate choice. I didn't know he was coming. <laughs> like, it really, I didn't either. I didn't either. I feel like I knew, like everything to expect casting wise except maybe it was told to me like in passing that Bob Odenkirk plays the dad but I don't it just, know that I had heard it I don't think I even knew that and listen I, I, I was consuming was content like, about it but I was not that genuinely stunned at that choice yeah. it was like sending in a clown car like yeah. during you know the end of life is beautiful I mean like, it's it like just, not that that character is given that much to do it's a very female driven story right. so it's like so they could have gone with someone who perhaps did not have a background in comedy right or, you know if Chris Cooper was not already playing Chris Cooper was a good choice he would have been a good choice for that. Yeah. But Liam Neeson would have been a good choice. Oh, Liam Neeson would have been a very mm-hmm. good choice. There there are other choices that were not as baldly funny as Bob Odenkirk. Not from a comedic background. And he, like, he's got that off-putting comedic vibe, too, because he's chosen some really dark vehicles. Yeah. So it's like, uh, ooh. It felt sweaty to it, choose him for it that. It did feel really sweaty. Like, I was like, please get out of here. Get out! <laughs> You're not welcome here. Can't you see? We don't want you. God. Um, I, um, oh, oh my God. So the Europe parts, I always love in both versions. Um, first of all, it's really sad um, when Joe finds out she's not going. Uh, in the 94 when she goes, Europe? My Europe? Oh, right. But in this one, the way that they show Florence Pugh be like, so, okay? Like when Joe's like, I'm happy for you. She's like, Okay, good. We're cool. We're cool, right? And she like smiles and just round like bounces off. And I'm like, Ugh. like Samantha Mathis played it a little. And granted, Samantha, Samantha Mathis, Mathis played it icy though. She did play it icy, yeah. very icy. Florence Pugh is like Florence Pugh was funny. She was the comedic me, relief. Yeah, she made me like Amy because in the first oh one, God. I was I'm like, always I've always liked Amy. You've always liked Amy, but like it's it's she's a little harder to she, access. They I think they really flesh out her character in this one. And they explain really why she is the way she is. she's talking about her little feet. Yeah. I have the finest feet in the family. <laughs> Everyone says so. 
Yeah. I'm just trying to make a mold of them. I'm like, you are goofy. But like the scene too, I and mean, this is a very Greta Gerwig choice, but like the scene where she's like, don't tell me that marriage is not an economic proposition because for me it is. And I was mm-hmm. like, damn, I mean, way to lay out the stakes there. Like yeah. in case any of you people watching this don't understand, she's you know not being a gold digger. That. She did? Yeah. Stop. Like, like wrote that part. Damn, Meryl. And kind of last minute. She did that. That's useful, honestly. Well, and uh, Greta Gerwig, like, kind of last minute wrote the women or whatever. Ooh, sorry. (laughs) Women have hearts as well as minds. Yeah. Or whatever. Or minds as well as hearts and Mm -hmm. ambition. They use that in the trailer to great effect. To great effect. The song used in the trailer is also... That trailer, that Cyrus Reynolds finder. You better. (laughs) I listened to it probably 400 times when that trailer came out. I was like... It's a great trailer. God, that is a good trailer. It It is so good. Sometimes you think about trailers a lot. I think about the Revolutionary Road trailer a lot. It was about 10 times better than the movie. So that's one thing I really love on Good Christian Fun is that Caroline talks about how she's like a trailer bitch. Oh, I love that. She says her music type, musical style is like trailer core. (laughs) She's like, whatever songs they're going to use on a trailer, I love it. Whatever is meant to like explicitly uh, invoke an emotion. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm here for it. I don't know that I've watched the Revolutionary Road trailer in years. Oh my God. It begins with the opening um, piano notes of Wild as the Wind by Nina Simone. Oh my God. Love me, love me, love me, say do. Oh, that song is so good. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, (sighs) Yeah. They used that in the first Monday in May, but they used the Cat Power version. Uh, you, Incredible. You want to talk covers. Okay. <laughs> Cat Power does Sean Marshall covers. is here for some covers. Love me, love me. She did a really incredible do. cover of Hanging on the Telephone by The Nerves, um, which Blondie did a cover. Uh, Don't leave me hanging on the oh, telephone. Yeah. yeah. She did it for like an AT&T commercial like mm. 10 years ago. Never able to stream anywhere unbelievable it's pretty messed up honestly i hope she got her coins she probably got her coins um which is you know that is a comfort to me but that woman just oh my god between the bars between the bars um what's that one that's in v for vendetta you better run 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 to me I haven't seen that in probably 10, 15 I years. I would watch it. It's, a, it's I set in 2020 during wait the pandemic. Till you, wait till you got that vaccine. <laughs> yeah, maybe just... Uh, maybe never. Give it give it a little while. <laughs> Let that one air out. Yeah. Um, any other thoughts you want to s- express about this flit? No, I mean, it's like beautiful and it's this perfect time of year to watch it. And I literally have no critique for it. Me um, neither. We, one thing we did discuss, the very last moment... Where she's holding uh, her book. Where they show the little girls running around. That was inappropriate. I'm going to cry talking about it. <laughs> it is. That was actually um, emotionally abusive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm suing Greta Gerwig yeah, for emotional she, damages. She said, I have never once suffered from depression. <laughs> <laughs> does she have sisters? I think she does. I think she has like a sister. Oh my god. Um, she looked really cool on the set of that too. That was when she was going through her bra girl phase. Listen, I'm sorry. We simply must stand. Like, you got it. I don't appreciate her, like, choice and partner necessarily. Well, right. But, but but that can be said of many women. That I'm can not, be said of many women. I'm not I'm here not, to judge her based off of Noah Baumbach. Right. Exactly. But Famed director of Madagascar 3. But Greta Celeste Gerwig is AO5 in my Celeste. book. Celeste. <laughs> That's a, I such think, an appropriate name. Didn't, didn't she? I think she came up with some money. Yeah. 
I don't know. She's from Sacramento. She's from oh, Sacramento. And, and the, of course she, of I course. knew that. Her, okay, so her dad, they were, you know, middle class. Okay, yeah. interesting. She did a bunch of mumblecore movies um, when I was in college. That's, I was familiar with her through, like, I don't even remember what they were called. They were all, like, Joe Swanberg movies. Where she would just sort of have some sadness and show her boobies. I've never seen any of those. You know, it was a moment in time. Yeah. She's really good in Greenberg. It's not a yeah. Mumblecore movie, but it's, like, emotionally somewhat similar, I would say. But I think that's where she and Noah Baumbach met. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, she says of that period in her life, I was really depressed. I was 25 in 20, 2008 About thinking, the, the this is supposed to be the best time Mumblecore and I'm miserable. <laughs> but it felt like acting was happening for me and I went back to acting classes. Interesting. Yeah, she was. She became known as a key figure in the rising mumblecore film movement. Yeah, it rose and fell. <laughs> Often referred to as an it girl. She um, also went to Columbia with Kate McKinnon. They were in Columbia University Varsity oh, Show. I really like that. I do too. She was in Frances Ha, which I remember not liking at the time because I was an extremely over-responsible early 20s person. Yep. And I got annoyed Boy, by, by people that were not. Yeah. Um, Is but, that worth watching? Should I go back and watch that? Yeah, you should probably watch Is it. Is it black I think and white? Yes. I oh. think I would watch it with um, more forgiving eyes now. Okay. Interesting. Oh, they yeah. have a son named Harold. What That's a name. a very cute name. That's extremely <laughs> cute. Not a tiny baby boy named Harold Bombach. Stop! <laughs> He's a month older than Marigold. That's very cute. <laughs> Good for her. Harold. Harold. Oh, That's really cute. Man, I quite enjoy that. Damn. Okay. Well... This movie is great. Um, if you've thought about watching it and haven't yet, I cannot recommend it highly enough. It's absolutely perfect. But make sure that you have a fully open heart and no plans for the rest Hydrate, of the day. Hydrate, girls. <laughs> make sure that you are ready to mm-hmm. replenish your electrolytes yeah, from get, all of the Get a blanket and a Gatorade. Here it goes. <laughs> Here it goes. All right. So next week, probably not recording, huh? It's yeah, Christmas week. I mean, look, everyone take a freaking break. Go to yeah. sleep. We'll see you in 2021. We'll see you in 2021. Bye. Bye.